morning. Welcome to morning prayers in Appleton Chapel. We will begin today's service with a responsive reading from the Black Appleton Psalter book, Psalm selection number 130, found on page 65. Please stand as we read responsively by whole verse. Out of the depths I have called to you. O God, hear my voice. Let your ears consider well the voice of my supplication. For there is forgiveness with you, therefore you shall be feared. I wait for you, O God. My soul waits for you. In your word is my hope. My soul waits for you. More than sentries for the morning, more than sentries for the morning. O Israel, wait upon God, for with God there is mercy. With God there is plenteous redemption. God shall redeem Israel from all their sins. inspired text comes from Isaiah 59 verses 14 through 16. So justice is driven back and righteousness stands at a distance. 
Truth has stumbled in the streets. Honesty cannot enter. Truth is nowhere to be found, and whoever shuns evil becomes a prey. The Lord looked and was displeased that there was no justice. He saw that there was no one. He was appalled that there was no one to intervene. So his own arm achieved salvation for him, and his own righteousness sustained him. I want to talk briefly this morning about justice, social justice, and the spiritual and moral imperative we have to uphold it. We live in a world today where we can hardly turn on the news, pick up the paper, or even open our campus email without being reminded of the challenging times we live in. Intolerance, bigotry, hatred, discrimination, and inequity. These are some of the injustices that permeate the daily lived experience of many. However, as bleak as this reality is, I am reminded of and encouraged by the tenets expressed in our text today. We see in the text that God is concerned with the affairs of this world, and he cares about the way we treat the most vulnerable among us. We also see that there is an expectation that when injustices occur, we as a nation will uphold our moral imperative to do something about it, to show kind regard, dignity, and respect for every human life, irrespective of our differences. As an act of our shared humanity, we have an obligation in the face of gross injustices to require that our laws, policies, and institutions better reflect these values and ideals for everyone. Justice cries out for us to do so. Theologian Jonas Clark writes, justice cries out from the streets. Who will answer the call? Who will lift up the standard and defend the weak and the innocent? Justice cries out from the streets. For me, growing up as the eldest child born to a Christian minister and a special education teacher, it seems that the helping gene was deeply rooted in me from the beginning. So it was no surprise that I would choose counseling as a career path. I remember during winter break of my first year in college, I came home and excitedly shared with my parents all of the things that I was learning and declared that after college, I hope to work with children and adolescents perhaps in a residential setting or group home where I could help them develop basic life skills, I thought, such as making their own meals, doing laundry, skills that presumably they had not had parents around to teach them. My father listened and then said matter-of-factly, wash clothes, cook, I don't think you're going to college for that. And he said so in the declarative manner that parents sometimes do when they are footing the tuition bill. <laughs> But I quickly realized that my father wasn't saying no to my chosen field of study or to my heart for those who were disadvantaged, but rather he was helping me to realize that with my bachelor's, master's, and soon my doctorate degree, that I would have the opportunity to have even greater impact on the population that I cared so deeply about and in ways that far exceeded what my 17-year-old self could envision at the time. With my heart for helping others, coupled with a solid education, I had the opportunity to do more. And so more I did. In the same way, perhaps a similar opportunity belies before many of you as Harvard students and even faculty and staff. 
and that is the opportunity to use your intellect, your influence, and your privilege to create meaningful change, to have impact, to make a difference in the lives of those around you. What will be your impact? Ask yourselves, if you will, what injustice do you care most deeply about and how can you affect change in that area? While this night might not become your life's work, nor does it have to, maybe still there is something you'd like to change, even if only on a small scale, person to person level. It all starts with reflecting on that one thing you feel strongly about, that one social cause, that one societal ill that you feel just shouldn't be. Imagine what kind of world we could create together if we were all committed to becoming more actively engaged in the social justice aims of someone else. Understandably, it's easy for us to get caught up in the busyness of our own lives and pursuits, but think about the kind of change we could create in our nation and our world if we each got fired up about something outside of ourselves. So much so that it causes us to pick up that cause as our own and move with purposeful and meaningful action. As I close, I'd like to draw upon the words of Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. upon his receipt of the Nobel Peace Prize. I believe that what self-centered men have torn down, men who are other-centered can build up. I still believe that one day mankind will bow before the altars of God and be crowned triumphant over war and bloodshed. And that redemptive goodwill will be pro proclaimed as the rule of the land. Please pray with me. Dear God, thank you for our gifts, our talents, and our intellect. Please help us to use those same gifts, talent, intellect, and privilege to be a blessing to someone who needs us. Amen. And will you please join me in saying the prayer that Jesus taught his disciples. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Please stand as you are able to sing the hymn, Holy Spirit, Truth Divine, found on page five of your program.
as we go into this day. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord's face shine upon you and be gracious unto you. And may the Lord grant you peace. And the gathered people said, Amen. Amen.